I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Hi, I'm Anya River. Tonight, we are giving you all you need to know to tell if you're the victim of the evil eye, Mal de Ojo, and what you need to do to break the bad luck spree. This is going to be a real basic guide to what you need to know to cleanse yourself and to come out victorious on the other side, because there are horror stories that accompany getting the evil eye, some of them modern, some of them back in the day, but we're going to get into it tonight. What do you think, Anya? Are you excited? So <laughs> stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Let's get started, everyone. Let's get into it. Tonight, we are talking about Malde Ojo, the evil eye. Um, this is a theory in magic that is so ancient that it could go far back into the Bronze Age. Um, it's been practiced all over the world. You find it on almost every continent. There's, they have a form of this evil eye, this curse, this look. Um, that throws bad luck on people. So we're going to get into what causes it, uh, what are the symptoms, what you can do to cure it, and maybe a little bit of horror stories if we have time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we please do some horror stories? I would love to hear some horror stories. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so I want to start off with saying Maldiojo evil eye is one of the most common ways to affect bad luck. And it's a combination of like jealousy, ill will towards a person, bad intent, um, just every angry, evil emotion and intention that you can think of that gets manifested and thrown and directed at a certain person that can cross mm -hmm. that person's energies and affect their lines of success, their lines of wealth, you know, their their education, their job prospects, their love interests. It can affect multiple areas of your life depending on how the hex is thrown. So yeah. it's very intricate, very old, but very interesting. So right away, I've got a question. Sure. So can you have the evil eye on you from somebody who doesn't intend to, to necessarily do it through witchcraft? absolutely like, absolutely okay. that that is why this is one of the most prevalent hexes and why it it stands the test of time it's because people do it common people people that are not magical or blocked and not in touch and especially people who have like um like dark thoughts dark intent you know bad people you know mm -hmm. people who are not in control of themselves 
they're the ones, especially the jealous people, they're the ones that throw it the most, whether they realize it, whether they intend it or not. It's one Mm -hmm. of those things that you can send it and not be aware consciously that you're sending it. So basically, we've probably all been victim to the evil eye at one point or another. (laughs) Absolutely. And it more so the more spiritual you are, the more susceptible you are to the evil eye, especially, you know, now with the age of social media, that all of that hate gets amplified and it fuels Mm. people. That's why you need to be very careful about what you put on social media. You may be announcing, you know, this big upcoming project and your best friend might be sitting there, you know, on her phone, hating at you and you might, and it might throw you the evil eye without you realizing it, you know, and without her intending it, but it's that jealousy that she carries towards you, that hate. You know, when it comes to jealousy, nine times out of 10, it's it's close to home is where it's coming from. Somebody, you know, somebody whose family, somebody whose friends, you know, co-workers, those, the people, you know, are typically the ones that throw this kind of hex. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Right. And also, also people that you see on the internet a lot, I think. Because it's almost like, you know, them, you know, so somebody you see regularly on the internet. Um, Yeah, I've got a couple of those that sometimes I watch just because you're like, let's see what this person has to say today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, we're all guilty of sideline watching from time to time. But yeah, right. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. You could send it through social media through jealousy and, and envy. And when you're carrying these types of emotions, you're typically feeling toxic yourself. You know, you're typically not feeling good about you. So it comes Mm. from unhealed trauma deep down. It just gets manifested and and sent out to other to affect other people, which is not quite right. But we got to do, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It brings up such a whole host of complexities. Like, like, I'm just thinking, what is like, so where does that come from? Um, Yeah, I don't, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna need a couple of minutes to formulate my thoughts, but that just brought up a whole bunch of stuff within me. So that's great. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's a very complex, yet easy and simplistic, uh, magical tool, you know, do you want to tell us a little bit about the history? Sure. Um, It's talked about in many ancient cultures, especially like the ancient Greeks, the the Egyptians had their form. Um, A lot of the Turkish uh, civilizations, they also had um, similar evil eye, like, you know, like Phoenicians as well. Um, All over the place, even the Spanish had their own form. Mm -hmm. Um, People from the Middle East had their own form. it's all over the place. I mean, it's in other cultures as well, but mm. it's this, it's this jealous, this rageful, you know, this evil enviness that goes and gets spread and, and manifests. Once it hits the target, then it becomes like an infectious root that takes hold and yeah. starts spreading into different areas of your life. So with many healers, a lot of times we'll sit down and we'll talk to you and we'll ask you, okay, you know, you may come in and go, somebody put witchcraft on me. I have no idea what's going on. 
you know, my life is falling apart. They, when you tell the healer that we're going to sit down and we're going to say, all right, well, why do you feel that way? And how many, you know, tell me about the bad luck that you've been experiencing, things that have been falling apart. You know, your boyfriend left you, your job decided to fire you, you know, and not give you unemployment, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, your relatives might be fighting, you know, your best friend might be there, you know, talking to your man or whatever, you know, like all of these things individually are things that happen. But if you start seeing them in threes, fours, Mm -hmm. fives, sevens, you know, your life is just completely dismantling. It's because it's typically because there's been ill will put put on you to damage. And I gotta say, take retrogrades out of the equation, because if it's during like a, a, a really strong retrograde transit, it might be due to that. But if it's like, beyond that period, it could heighten it as well. Yeah. If you're in a retrograde situation, somebody might send you a little bit of jealousy, and it might you know, ruin your damn life or start a domino yeah. effect. Yeah. So it's, but I'm saying like, it would continue together. Yeah. It would continue outside of those periods is what I'm trying to say. Um, typically you'll see multiple in close circuit, multiple mishaps. Okay. Okay. All right. So like within a period of a couple of days or a couple of weeks, something yeah, like, like that. Yeah. I try to keep it within like a week to a month what's happening during that time, you know, what happened during that week, what happened during that month, how many of these occurrences happen, how close together, and how related are they? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it can come where it's hitting multiple areas of your life that are unrelated, Um, just mishaps that would get addressed one way. Um, And if it's something that all of the things are happening, are all interconnected and related, like, you know, the job fired you. Now you can't get a paycheck and your car broke down. So you can't even get a new job if you wanted to. Like those get treated another way. Those are typically uh, uh, more rooted. Yeah, right. So are, so are people who practice witchcraft and other magical practices, like are they stronger in throwing a hex on someone you think? Oh, 100%. Hell yeah. You think so? Uh, yeah, because they're they're working with their guides. They're working yeah. with their ancestors. They're working with other deities or spirits that are around them. They have ammunition when it comes to throwing these things. And especially if they're very much in line. If they're aligned with all of these forces and everything is harmonized, then they're just going to speak it or thinking it and it's just going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is why you have to be very careful about what you wish for, what you think about, what you say, because your words and your thoughts have power. Yeah. Especially if you're in tune with your spirits and everybody's harmonized, because they take that as a signal of, okay, we're handling it. That's what this (laughs) girl wants. Okay. And you may not be ready to go to that level, you know? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always watch my fantasy stage and they may go, oh, so she does want her hair to fall out. Okay. Wow. That's (laughs) that's That's why you got to be careful. (laughs) You know, like I've never really been one to be very afraid of uh, hexes just because like I've actually had a hex put on me by somebody who is a witch and it did work. But like you sort of like know how to protect yourself generally, it I feel like it, it does help. But there must be like specific practices against hexes 
specifically. So like oh, I'm saying like I have like after I realized like some things that someone threw at me, you know, and it's just like, okay, well, yes, but we all have the, the power of protection to protect ourselves as well. So even if it's flying around and you can catch it, <laughs> this sounds it, like, this sounds like something else now. You can catch it. <laughs> like spiritual STDs. <laughs> like you got the spiritual clap. <laughs> it kind of is like that though, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is in a way it is. Um, and uh, sometimes with these hexes, they can affect other, other family members. Mm. Uh, to your point, I have had a few hexes thrown at me. Um, some of them I've been able to repel and send back. Um, some of them affected me. And others, um, there was one instance where somebody had placed something on my family and myself. And I had a dream that our great grandmother, she, she brought me to the, a front yard and she, she showed me like, like digging up a hole and she opened up a bundle and it was a box and it had its all with razor blades and like dirt and stuff stuffed in its mouth. And she was saying that she's like, this witch was making you sick. And that's why you and the kids got sick. Cause it affected mm-hmm. me and my kids and my husband and everybody. So mm-hmm. when I woke up, I knew exactly everybody needs cleansings. I got to cleanse the house. I got to remove this. I've got to figure out, you know, but because of that dream, she was able to show me what I needed to do. So when you're in touch with your guides, they, they will show you and protect you, but it's not foolproof. Sometimes you may be emotionally vulnerable. It may be a retrograde situation where you're not, really there on your a game and it just might blindside you you know it happens yeah yeah but absolutely there's there's always steps that you can take yeah right i mean like having your basic protection plan in place i think is is just non-negotiable you know yeah. like you just you just have that in place like you lock your doors at night <laughs> you know especially if you're doing stuff out in the public Oh, absolutely. And yeah. the more public you are on social media, the more you are susceptible in a target because mm-hmm. these people have your image and your information. Mm-hmm. Now it can be in the way of just, you know, evil eye where they're just look at you and just wish you bad stuff. Or it can be in a, in a situation where they actually take the time to properly hex you and curse you. I've been in that situation before, you know, where someone powerful, you know, does not like me for whatever reason, (laughs) you know, you know, you know, like it really throws you off. So it's just, okay, well, let's just do this proactively. Yeah. Right. You know, you've got to realize that there's a bit of haters are going to hate no matter what you do. You can't be living your life according to other people. That's just human nature. Like if you don't have haters, then you're living under a rock. (laughs) Well, and another reason why I think it's, this is a timeless, you know, magical tool because it's been used all over the place because it's so close to us, so close to home, so close to the the human experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, things that work stick around, you know? Yeah. So what's up with all the, the, the symbols. Can you tell me more about that? For evil eye? Yeah. Uh, 
up there, a lot of times you'll see it's a, a blue eye with a ring of white and a black iris. Mm -hmm. um, those, those are symbols that come, I believe, from Greece. Um, with the, but you basically you would you would wear it, you would wear jewelry, you would put it on your home, you would put it on your business, you would carve it into your home and your and your business and underneath the door. Um, mm -hmm. And this is all to protect people from messing with your fortune, um, messing with your money, messing with your livelihood, <laughs> messing with your kids. Um, it's like one of those universal things that it works to repel all those types of um, energies. So mm -hmm. it was one that was very close to home, which is why yeah. we see it mostly in jewelry. Yeah, right, right. Um, you Sometimes you see it combined with wind chimes. And mm -hmm. the wind chimes, every time you hear them, it's supposed to help dispel evil spirits. Right. Some people have the belief that Maldeojo itself is an evil spirit. Hmm. That's interesting. On the culture. That's interesting. That's sort of like um, it's a like money as a spirit, which is also fascinating. Yeah. See if if Maldeojo was a spirit, I don't think I would think it was evil. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> I think it has a part of duality when it comes to ambition. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's the flip side of ambition. Mm. It's, it's because certain pe it affects people who are trying to attain above themselves. And yeah. for people who are not doing that, those are typically the ones that are going to start hating because they see you on your game, hustling, shining, do your, doing your thing. And they can't replicate that. So all they can do is hold ill feelings towards you because you're out there living the life that they wish they could live. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, that's, you see it a lot. Another thing is babies. They're in, in Latin America, people are very cautious about Maldeojo with babies. They won't let single women hold newborn babies or touch them. Because mm -hmm. they believe that the that the woman's jealousy is gonna hurt the baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see that one doesn't translate for me here, <laughs> but I get it. Well, for I them, women want children, especially women who are infertile and and have trouble conceiving. Yeah, that's really, it's afraid. more traditional. Oh yeah, this is yeah. an old school belief. Mm -hmm. This is something that who knows where that came from. Right, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. It's sort of weird to think about today, like here. <laughs> well, there's know? a lot, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people won't tell up their friends about projects um, or buying new houses or cars and stuff like that. They won't put it on the internet because they know that somebody's going to hate on them and they might move, you know, mm -hmm. the item or the opportunity or the home. Or so. the baby's name. Yeah. That's another one. We yeah. don't tell the baby's name. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, that's the yeah, that's super fascinating. I'm I'm glad that you enlightened me a little bit more about it. Even though it's sort of like I do feel like we all sort of have a sense of it, even if you don't like consciously focus on it. Yeah, you it know, or bad even if you luck a lot of times. Yeah, right. So it's like um, yeah, it translates like almost perfectly, except for there's people out there who are doing it 
professionally almost. You know? <laughs> oh, well, you can take it to a whole nother side if you know what you're doing, if you got the right teachers and if you're really that kind of person, mm-hmm. you know, because um, you've got to know, a, first of all, baseline, how the universal energies work. If you don't know how to protect yourself properly, throwing the evil eye, it will loop back and it will cre- create chaos in your life, you know? it'll cause deep issues. That's why when, if you are throwing this kind of hex, you have to just throw it and walk away, let it go. Don't even Mm -hmm. think about it because it could loop back and find its way back to you. And no, and it doesn't hit you in the same way. It can affect you in a completely different area of your life and dismantle it. Yeah. Right. Scary stuff. (laughs) well and i think that's why a lot of it is thrown subconsciously because Mm -hmm. if it's thrown subconsciously you can't affect affect your consciousness because consciously you didn't throw it Mm -hmm. so the the guilt factor the shame factor is not there yeah i feel like the shame factor is what draws it back around to you though yes right like that's what that's like that's like the sticky paper you know that just like brings it all back home if you're trying to be a decent person, learn your life lessons, live your purpose and be spiritual and get through life, you're not going to want to throw this at anybody because no. it's like, it's a, it, it takes away from the path that you're trying to walk. You know, if you're trying to be spiritual, you don't want to dismantle somebody else's spirituality just because, I mean, now if there's fair warning and you try the nice way and you need to protect yourself and stand your ground, then you need to do what you need to do. But it's, it's, it's a tricky area. It also depends on which tradition you practice because Mm -hmm. a lot of Wiccans will not approve of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't want to do any kind of harm, you know? So if you're not trying to do harm, then you need to be careful and pure thoughts pure, you know, actions, pure mindset about your practice and about people around you. You know, if somebody is messing with you, you might give them a bit of a pass before you react. Right. Other traditions are like, oh, you stepped a line. Let's handle it. You know? Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Talk to your your elders, talk to your godparents, figure out what the lines are before you start messing around. (laughs) I'm a live and let live person with protective boundaries around myself. So I feel pretty good, but yeah, I get you. I got you. Yeah. So what do you think? How do you feel about evil eye? Yeah, I'm not, it's not even knowing that like I was attacked with this successfully, you know, um, I, I had to have like professional removal And it was intense, you know, Um, but like after that experience, like I have no, I don't know, maybe it's the 12th house in me. Like, I just don't have this sense of like unending fear about it. Like I've actually met people who've had like serious fear about the evil eye, you know? Um, And I'm, I kind of come from this, this place of like, well, now I know, you know, so I can protect myself. It's not something that I would ever throw out to someone because I feel like almost there's like other magical ways of dealing with people other than throwing a hex, you know? I agree with you. 
there's higher ways, not high, I hate that hierarchy stuff, but like, there's other ways that you can deal with it, you know? Yeah. Um, any problem really, you know? And I it's- agree with you there. I do. Um, but it's also hits on a cultural level. There mm-hmm. are cultural implications here. So it's bred into a lot of these cultures, especially a lot of the older ones. Um, yeah, where it it lives alongside the people, you know, and it's part of life, it, it, you know, yeah. just as it is happiness and joy. You bring up, you bring up a good point. So hopefully, I wasn't. I if I was being insensitive, there was no intention of that. You know, no, like, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you come across that way. But yeah, some of it is. It's a way. It's a way to stand your ground. It's an ancient way to require boundaries. You know, Mm. you're setting up those boundaries to say, I am not going to let you attack my business. I'm not going to let you hustle me and take from me. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do protective measures. I'm going to be proactive with this. And I'm going to spiritually protect myself and cleanse myself, you know, keep myself in good condition. Now, by doing that, you're mitigating these issues, but Mm. it's also being bred into your everyday culture. You're raising your kids this way. You know, it's getting passed down through the generations. So it, it it sits with you, you know, and it kind of, it's part of life. It's part of the rhythm and the vibrations that we, that live among us, you know, same way as you know, positive energy and negative energy. It's just one of those energies. That's a really good point. Um, I didn't think about it like that. And um, I'm glad. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that's a much deeper understanding for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope you, we both hope you guys enjoyed talking about the evil eye, getting to know all that you need to know about Mount Deojo. Um, if you think you're experiencing it, it's a good idea to get have a consultation with a professional, somebody who knows how to do spiritual cleansings and who know how to work with Mazeojo and Evil Eye to remove it. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's been on you for a long time, it can take root and it can be very hard to remove. So if you think that it's a bad case, you're having a lot of misfortune, reach out to a professional. It is worth your time and money. Definitely. But anyway, I am Athena Silver. I'm a professional psychic medium, tarot reader, a bruja, a witch, a pagan minister. Um, my website is readingswithathenasilver.com if you'd like to have a reading with me. Uh, my Instagram is at athena.silver. My TikTok is at athena underscore silver. And my Facebook is at Readings with Athena Silver. How about you, Anya? How do they contact you? So I am on Facebook and Instagram at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R. And I'm a tarot reader and a past life uh, hypnotherapist. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Catch us next week at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com, our website. You can watch free full episodes. You can also catch episodes on YouTube and on all major podcasting apps uh, every Thursday. And we will see you next week. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.